Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Try to get it into the side of the goal crease. Cut off there by Strom. Cleared down to center with three seconds left and two. And that's going to do it. Good morning. Good afternoon and good night, Columbus. The win streak on the road reaches seven in a row. The Capitals take down the Jackets tonight. Final score, six to two. Seven straight road wins, a new Capitals franchise record for most consecutive wins away from home ice. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby. On Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals take down the Jackets in Columbus. Nick Backstrom joins us as he prepares to return to the lineup and Nashville in tonight in the back half of two games in as many nights. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, January 6th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. The Caps picked up standings points number 49 and 50 last night, defeating the Blue Jackets at Nationwide Arena by a final score of 6-2. to two. Columbus led off the scoring just over five minutes into the first period when Johnny Gaudreau buried a shot from near the right post after a turnover at the side of the net. It was the only goal of the first 20 minutes. Jackets up one nothing after one. But the Capitals would roar back with four goals in the second period, starting with T.J. Oshie less than two minutes in. Nicholas Aubé-Cubel potted his first as a Capital midway through. Martin Ferravari went soccer style, redirecting a Dylan Strom shot with his helmet for his third goal of the season. And Garnet Hathaway finished it off with his fifth goal of the season, just over a minute left. The Capitals have now outscored the opposition 30-10 to in second periods over the last 15 games. They led 4-2 after two. Oshie adding a goal in the third period, and Alex Ovechkin with a power play marker at 13.05, his 809th goal of his career. Final score, Washington 6 and Columbus 2. After the game, Dylan Strom in the winning locker room on winning on the road and Ferravari's header goal. Yeah, I think it's just, um, you know, the other teams come out, uh, you know, come out well against us. I think they know we've been playing well. Um, maybe it takes us a little bit to, to get into the game, but um, we've been kind of hanging around in the first period and maybe not have been our best games, but the score has always been tight. I think that's credit to our goalies. And then second period, we kind of get settled in and it feels like um, we start getting some more chances and, and kind of figure out the other team a little bit. So it's, I guess, with that goal differential, obviously the second period has been good for us. And I think we do a good job of hemming the other team in, in their zone and then doing the short change just with our bench right there. So I think that, that, that plays into it too. So those are little things that you know add up to big things. I gotta ask you, what did you see on your shot that goes off Marty's head? Oh, that was interesting. I, I, I'm not sure that's. I feel like it's gonna like blow up on Twitter or something. I don't know if it already has, but it was crazy. That was weird. Um, I shot it and they defend deflected it, and then I saw it go off his head. And I was, I know the goalie had no idea where it was. He was looking at like straight ahead at the pile. And in my mind, I'm just like, please just go in, please just go in. And it just dropped over his head. And then uh, I think Sonny almost touched it on the way in too. So it was funny goal, crazy goal, but. Uh, they all count, I guess. Catching up with Garnet Hathaway after the game, talking about second periods and wins away from home. Garnet, you were with uh, different running mates tonight on your line, but you get the goal on second period. Tell me about it. I thought it was a great play by Gent stepping up in the neutral zone and then just a good entry. Lars's line was out there for you know a long time in the ozone and tired him out. And Gents bumped it to Mo. We got a shot. You know, we attacked. That's one thing we were talking about pregame is trying to attack the net a little more, break down their defense, and then we had what, three guys on the line going to the net, and then and then Mo makes a great pass to me. 
this team now with seven straight road wins, it's a franchise record. You guys had trouble in the first couple of months, and now it's historic what you guys have done. What's gone into this turnaround? I think, I think this is us. You know, I think it's uh, we're playing the way we can play now. We, we wish that beginning of the season never happened, but I think we, we grew from it a little bit. I think you look at our, our road record, especially since I've been here, and, and even longer, we've, we've been good on the road. We come in ready on the road, and now we're starting to hit that potential and, and play our game. Peter Laviolette didn't like the start for his team last night, but he liked a lot of the rest of the effort. Outscored the opposition in second periods now in the last 15 games, 30 to 10. What goes into that? I can't. I can't say. I mean, I don't like the start. You know, we don't. I, we, they, we don't like the start. You know, when you when you don't come out and do the things you want to do in the first 10 minutes. So that's in the first period. That's on us. We got to be better there. But it hasn't always been that way. And I can't explain the second period. I, guys are pushing seemed to turn it on a little bit as that game went on we still kept pushing the whole way wasn't a lot of special teams time tonight but you guys seem to draw some momentum from that kill and, and yeah, the, certainly had the better of the chances and then bury a couple on the power play. yeah so the kill was good you're right it was it was just five on five for the first half of the game for the most part and then I do think the penalty kill did a really good job they got some dangerous pieces on their squad and thought the penalty kill was really good just limiting things and um, you know a couple power play opportunities were able to push the game out of reach it seemed like you're able to roll four and not tax anyone yeah. too much yeah it was I mean it's 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 what you want when you're especially on the road and you got a game tomorrow and you got travel in between and you got to you know, get your rest in there somehow, and we didn't have to go to come from behind and the emotion of that and all that, so it was good. Didn't go to overtime and get out of here, hopefully at a reasonable hour, and get home and get some rest and get ready for tomorrow. It'll be a tough one. Nashville's playing really well right now. What did you think of Faravari's header? Yeah, it was good. Listen, they play soccer before the game all the time, so they must be working on that stuff. But it was a—it was one of those ones where you're, everybody pauses for a second to see what happened, and all of a sudden the puck's floating up in the air, and you're thinking maybe it does have a chance, so it was a good one. So with the win, the Capitals now with 50 points on the season. Final score, Washington 6 and Columbus 2. A special interview for you here this morning here on the show. He's a Stanley Cup champion. He has over 1,000 points in his career. He is almost assured a place in the Hockey Hall of Fame when his playing days are over. But we haven't seen Nick Backstrom on the ice this season, and when we did see him the last couple of years, he wasn't himself, plagued by a hip injury that limited his mobility and left him in nearly constant pain. After last season ended, he underwent a relatively new surgical procedure that has made him pain-free for the first time in a long while. Here this morning, my one-on-one -on -one conversation with one of the greatest players to put on a Capitals uniform on what his life has been like these last few years, the decision to have the hip surgery done, the mental and physical struggle he's been through, and now on the brink of returning to the Capitals lineup. Number 19, Nick Backstrom. Well, Nick, appreciate you joining us here. Uh, take me back to game six against Florida. You had a goal in the third period. The game ends, the season ends, and then you're faced with a decision of what to do next. What went into that process for you? I think I've been thinking about it a long time before that, but obviously I I knew before that I had to get get through the season first and, and, and really finish off the right way, but uh, unfortunately we couldn't get past Florida, but... Uh, after that, it was pretty much a big debate with me, the organization, and, and the training staff, what I was supposed to do, you know. In making that decision, 
how much pain were you in and how long had you been battling this? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been going on for a couple of years. I mean, it got better there before the first surgery eight years ago, but the last three years has been, it's been tougher than, than I've said. So uh, it's just... It's been a grind, but at the same time, I mean, that's that's what we athletes do. I think we just try to get through seasons here and there. So, but it was time for me to to do something about it because I couldn't. It was it was affecting my my daily life. Obviously, the hockey part is difficult, but was that perhaps one of the bigger drivers too? Not just the game itself, but just the day to day living to to have the surgery and have the procedure. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was a combination of both. I mean, obviously, the daily life was probably like that's probably when I noticed it the most that I had to do something about it because you can get through the the hockey part but I think just the daily life got affected by it so yeah I just had had to do something about it and and I'm excited I did the surgery itself the the day that it happens how extensive is it how traumatic is it how in those days that follow the surgery how difficult was that for you physically and mentally yeah it was it was tough I mean I think Everyone that does the surgery knows knows the process and and how how hard it can be. But at the same time, I I, I gotta say I, I felt pretty good at right after the surgery. I mean, a couple of days after, I was I was in the pool doing exercises day three, so I was doing great. I mean, the pain was gone right away, so it was just a normal swelling. Over the course of the last couple of years, was there a time where you thought? maybe this just isn't going to be for me anymore and did you think about maybe not playing again uh yes and no i mean i had that i had that in my mind before i knew about this option and and when i heard about this option my my head starts spinning even more i think so but i mean obviously i i've I've never thought about retiring this way and i i didn't want to do it so it was pretty clear that i wanted to try this this option and, and come back play through the course of this very different injury very different place in career but tom wilson has been alongside you basically this entire season how much for you was it nice to have another guy who is such a leader in this room going through his own physical struggles to try and get back yeah i mean i think obviously you don't want to see any players being injured but at the same time i feel like we've been benefit from each other being working together through this time and and i mean I think it's important because I went through it last year. I think it's important that you're staying positive. You have a good laugh when you're working out, skating, when you're battling with each other. I mean, that's what I've been trying to, and that's what he's been trying to do too. Just keep our mode up and and be very positive around there. As the moment is here and the last one for you here, as you get back on the ice after everything that you've been through, the pain of the last few years, the procedure being out for this season, what do you think it's going to mean to you to step back on the ice and get back out there with your teammates? Uh, it's going to mean a lot. I mean, I think I, I missed being out there. I mean, I'm just I'm just a regular guy that wants to play hockey, and I just, I just miss being out there playing games in front of home fans and see the excitement, hear the crowd, and, and just play hockey with my buddies, you know. Nikki, I know I speak for everybody in this city. We're very, very excited to see number 19 back out there. It's been a long road for you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. Nick Backstrom joining me here this morning. We very much look forward to seeing him and Tom Wilson back in the lineup very soon. And for Nick, it's been a long road to get to this point. It's the Capitals and the Nashville Predators tonight at 7 Eastern, 645 air on 1067 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. 
for the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Cap! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.